0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Unchurching, Healing Religious Trauma, and Owning Your Spiritual Identity. This is the show where we talk about reconstructing your faith, owning your spiritual identity, and healing your religious trauma. Today, I'm going to give you five tools on how to navigate your childhood and religious trauma, so stay tuned right here, right now.
1: Find yourself, be yourself and let others do the same. Find yourself, be yourself, and let others do the same. Find yourself, be yourself.
0: So after last week's episode, talking to my friend and childhood friend, Tiana, I figured this would be a good opportunity to just explore that space even more, talking about childhood trauma and religious trauma, because I believe in certain regards that they kind of hit the same because when you are embarking upon your journey of healing religious trauma you are unlearning a lot of things that you learned from childhood and that is work in itself so i want what i mean by work in itself it's it's a lot To walk through when you're learning things that have been told and given to you from a child. And sometimes those things have impacted you even as a child. And you didn't really realize it until you became an adult and you've been functioning from these wounds and these ideas uh, and theories based upon that seed that was planted when you were very little. So we're going to get into it. Uh, Again, shout out to my friend Tiana for being so open about her journey and where she is now. So, and if you didn't hear that conversation, go back and check that podcast from last week. So this week, I want to give you again, five tools on how to navigate that space of childhood and religious trauma Um, Primarily dealing with childhood, really, in regards to your parents. One of the things that I have had to do in exploring healing my childhood trauma and wounds, the first thing on my list is having a dialogue with your parents. If they are open to it, I was fortunate and blessed to have conversations with both my parents about how I grew up. My mom, she worked a lot, single parent with three kids, and she took us to church. She did everything that she could to make sure that we were good as children, as most mothers do right so for my mother shout out to Betty King an amazing mother she made sure that we had a good education by sending us to a school that was more in the suburbs with a mixed culture of people and I'm really thankful to that um no, however, I'm really thankful to that. I want to just pause and say that because there's no taking away from that. I would like to say, though, that in our upbringing, because she was doing what she could, a lot of things, or some of the things, are not a lot, there were things that we had to do from a very early age. And so, from an early age, I was cooking, cleaning doing my sister's hair and I'm thankful for those things that I've had to in, encounter such as doing my sister's hair and cleaning. Cause it's made me a better finna say husband, not yet. Right. Not yet again. <laughs> it may has definitely made me a good father in how to handle those things, but I feel like I'm getting on a tangent, but in that space, um, and honoring her, going back to having a conversation with her has really been crucial in my healing journey. And primarily being able to discuss from a place of honesty, what I received from childhood, from the good, the bad, the indifferent, and being able to share my heart And be able to hear from where she was coming from, like hear the reason why we lived on the other side of town versus living around my cousins, most of my cousins that were living in the same area. And those conversations I was able to have with her, even sharing some very intimate things that I had never shared with her before as to some things I did when I was little, and some things that I was exposed to that allowed me to let my guard down and give her access to where I was coming from and I believe having an open dialogue with her even brought us closer um the conversation that I had with my dad was went well is went well also it was a conversation that I really had with him when I was going through my divorce and asking him the question about his decision to get a divorce, like why he decided to do it. And in that conversation, I was able to dive in and get a glimpse as to who his father was to him. And it made me get a clear a more clear depiction as to why he was the way he was to his children. And that brought more peace about just how I was raised overall. And I think when you get into the space of healing and recovering from your childhood, being able to see where your parents are coming from and their ideas about raising you, helps you get into a space of accepting how you were raised and being okay with that. So that's my first thing I want to say, having a dialogue with your parents, just to open up the conversation, to share your heart, and then to also hear where they are coming from. Number two, I'm going to say setting boundaries with your parents. There have been several boundaries that I've had to set with my parents when it comes to me now accepting who I am as an adult and my decisions and letting them know that, hey, although you raised me a certain way, this is now what I believe and walk in. And creating that boundary is essential to you guys now functioning as two adults in a way that's conducive to having a healthy relationship with your parents. So for me, in that conversation of having a boundary, there have been some conversations that I've had to have with my parents on another aspect to say, you know, I'm an adult. And although I want to hear what you have to say, I would ask that you talk to me a certain way and treat me as such. And I'm going to treat you as such in, in that regards, um, because it just, it's just good to just have those boundaries. If anything is for you and then hopefully and prayerfully, your parents will oblige the boundary and not be one of those parents to say, I'm the parent and you got to do what I I say because I've had that experience too with my parents and not that they were saying I had to do what they had to say, what they had not to say, let me get it out. not to say that they were saying you got to do what i i say but it was the energy of it like i'm the parent you should be listening to me and we've come to the point now that they are aware that hey i can give you input but it's still yours to accept or reject and that's part of setting that boundary like yes you can give me input but don't expect me to do everything that you say when i become an adult as well as you know, treat me like like an adult or treat me with respect as you are requesting my respect. So again, number two, boundaries to help protect your emotional well-being and just allow for a healing space. So um a prime example was when I was talking to my mother about a particular situation. I had to let her know that hey, when I'm coming to you about how I feel, I would exp- I will I'm gonna say this when I'm coming to you, how I feel, this is when I'm asking you to just listen, not defend, not take up for anybody else, but I need you to hear me. And I think when I was able to to stick with that boundary. And even to the point where I say, you know what, I don't feel safe, so I'm going to walk away. That created an opportunity for her to see that I was serious and that I was in a space of wanting her to really hear me. And that has really gotten us through a lot of situations where sh- she will recognize when I, when I just want her to listen and not necessarily give feedback. So I hope that helps. The third is going to be empathy and compassion. This for me aligns with, if not aligns, it's the second step that naturally comes after setting that boundary. And or should I say third step? Cause we're talking about the third step after having that conversation, setting that boundary. This third step is going to be having the empathy and compassion, which is being able to have compassion towards yourself first, right? Realizing that you're only acting out in a way based upon how your parents raised you and not to beat yourself up and be more loving towards you because you're naturally only doing what you've been given to do. But then, on the flip side of that, is having compassion and being empathetic towards your parents that they were only doing what they knew to do in the best interest of you and maybe sometimes the best interest of themselves because that's all they knew to do. And that in itself will lift a weight off of you from trying to fix it, if anything, and being more confident about standing in this is what it is. And there's no heat or or no judgment towards anybody because we are only doing the best we can with what we have at any given moment and when i realized that in having a conversation with both my parents that they were only doing what they thought was best in that moment then that's all that i can accept it for you know what i mean that's that's what allowed me to be okay with how I was raised as well. Number four. This is really big for me. And I probably have said it on a lot of podcasts already, but having a support system or team is really essential in this space of healing, childhood trauma, religious trauma. Getting around people that can identify with where you are and be able to hear you with no heat, no judgment, no trying to tell you what to do, but letting you find your way is really, really big. I have found friends and even just some family members that have just let me just talk and share. And it's been really good with one of my cousins when we are just able to talk about how we were raised. And it gives this notion that I'm not by myself. I'm not by myself and what I feel. Which I believe helps you be OK with feeling what you feel. So it's not like, oh, my goodness, I'm here by myself. So having your support team or community, if you want to call that, is really helpful in moving to the next phase of healing your childhood and religious trauma. Because it opens up a lot of conversation. For you to have and get more insight as to maybe what somebody else experienced that will help you or give you more nuggets and tools on how to walk through what you're walking through with unlearning some things that you have learned. The last thing I want to address in these tools is forgiving your parents. And possibly forgiving yourself uh, based upon how you've moved in this space of healing your childhood trauma. Um, I've been in a space of really learning about forgiveness, knowing that forgiveness has nothing in my healing. Forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person, but really forgiving yourself. And being in a space to say, you know, I think this goes back to the empathy and compassion. I forgive myself for any and everything that I did that could have hurt me or hurt anybody else. Uh, Realizing that, again, at any given moment, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. And the next moment or next time that I can make a different decision, I'm going to make that decision um, in a different way because I'm learning along the way. And I'm not going to hold what I did against me or anybody else. Uh, And it doesn't mean that you forget what you've done or forget what anybody else done, but it released the emotional burden and allows you to find peace within And for me, forgiving my dad was really, really big because my dad wasn't there. So once I was able to talk to him, be able to see where he was coming from, be able to see that maybe he didn't have the tools that I wanted him to have or needed him to have, and not accusing him of anything about it helped me to forgive him and release whatever i thought he should have did or should be doing or whatever that is because once you get to a space of your healing you just stop holding things against people cuz some things people just don't have to give and although he wasn't there as a father then there's been spaces to where I I see that he is trying to show up even from just a phone call or checking in and I'm having to find resolve that he's doing the best with what he has. And everything that I need, I will get, you know, through prayer meditation, through putting myself around other people that can provide me what I'm looking for. Um, But again, that had to do with forgiving him as well as forgiving my mom for any and everything so that I could find peace and not hold anything against them for anything. And again, forgiving myself Forgiving myself for any action that I may have felt I did based upon whatever. And these are the things that has has helped me heal those childhood wounds, even from being molested as a child. I had to talk to, not had to, but I made myself talk to my abuser so that I could release all the judgments that I had towards them. And that helped me get into a better space of even being around them because it was really, really hard for me to be around them sometimes. And when I had that conversation, I was able to see that they did to me what was done to them and allowed me to be more empathetic and have more compassion. But again, y'all, these are just a few of the tools that I have used when it comes to healing. My childhood religious trauma, and I'm just going to go back over them again. One, again, is going to be talking with your parents. Two, is going to be setting that boundary. Three, is going to be having the compassion. Uh, Number four, is going to be finding your support team, system, community, and then number five is going to be that forgiveness piece. All of them, to me, are equally as as important as the other. And they might come in different order, but I encourage you to use all of these to push you forward. So, y'all, that is our show for tonight. Hope you guys are getting some nuggets and information out of these sessions that we are having on this Unchurching podcast, healing religious trauma and owning your spiritual identity. If you haven't done so, please go follow me on all social media so you can know what we have going on to assist and support you if you want to reach out please email me uh, or reach out to me on facebook instagram under titus glenn official and you can email me at after heart god at gmail that's after heart god at gmail just three words after heart so y'all, that is our show. Look, Looking forward to seeing you on our ne- next podcast where we'll have another very special guest. So appreciate you guys. Take care and look forward to talking to you guys soon. Find yourself, be
1: yourself. And let others do the same. Find yourself, be yourself. Let others do the same, find yourself, be yourself, and let others do the same, find yourself, be yourself, and let others do the same.